The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Thursday, April 6th. Day one of the Masters, final day of the Edgework Show of this week. We have 14 NHL games, so we'll get into all of those here tonight. We'll break them all down. If you have any questions, if you have your own best bets that you're wondering about or that you've placed already and you're wondering, Russ and so many's thoughts, please make sure to send them into the chat there so that we can get to all of those and break them all down. But uh, so many, I was talking to Russ before we hopped on here about Day one of the Masters, how excited we are. Uh, Tiger Woods tees off already, so uh, it, it's underway. It's exciting, but uh, is the Masters as exciting for you as it is for uh, Russ and myself here? Not really, um, I, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, it's it's not for a lack of bets, though. I'm not oh, sure. We do have the bets in, but I I I don't even know who the half the players are, so I couldn't. <laughs> I've I've heard about the big names and stuff, obviously, but um, yeah, I couldn't tell you what like a good matchup would be at all. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say that during COVID, I did get into golf too. Like, I, I was saying how I got into NASCAR. I started yeah, watching I golf say. as well, and like it was, it was, it was pretty fun to watch. But but uh, these days, I mean, there's just so much going on that like golf, I don't really get into it at all. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, you know, between baseball and you're probably getting into tennis and everything else. Golf is one of the other. You know, other than NHL, golf is one of the few things that I do model. So this has been a crazy week for me. Very, very busy week. Uh, got everything in last night and the finalized last night. Got the card sent out. So yeah, now it's just like uh, sweating out all these bets the next four days. <laughs> Nice. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to go through. Uh, no show tomorrow, obviously. So while you're uh, sitting there, you can watch the Masters and then you can tune in to the NBA show that we have coming up live after no, normally after the Edgework show as well as the MLB show. Those will still be running. But today, if you are interested in Masters coverage, make sure to head over to the Hammer HQ around one, two o'clock as Rob Pozzola and Jeff Feinberg will be going live, doing some live Masters coverage there, talking about the bets that they have down, watching along the Masters coverage. So make sure to check that out later today on the Hammer HQ channel. Make sure to subscribe to that channel as well as the Edgework HQ channel here. So we will get into all the all the games here today. But uh, um, here's James WP saying, hopefully he's still <laughs> so money and not no money after betting the Masters. Well, Maybe that's the case after betting the Masters, but uh, not tonight after the NHL, after we go through this full slate and give out our bets and tail along with what Russ has been doing on his props because this guy is on fire right now. Like There is nothing yep. Russ can do uh, with uh, with these props that is just not hitting for us. So I know. No, it's been a good start. It's making me uh, focus on him a lot more. And it's like, like I was saying last week or whatever, I'm literally seeing some of my edges in the sides and totals evaporate. So I've had to pivot a little bit as the season goes on. And yeah, I think it's six and one on the props that I've released so far in the last two weeks. Yeah, so yeah it's been, it's been great. Let's keep it going. Hopefully. 
Yeah. Well, if you want to track all the picks that are given out on the show, you want to see how Russ's props have done, Todd's props, also money's bets throughout the course of the year, everyone from the Edgework show, you can find that all in the BetStamp app on iOS or Android, as well as you can find it on web. You can find us specifically in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ and see all the picks we've given out throughout the course of the season. And the easiest way to improve as a sports better is using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend BetStamp to do so an odds comparison tool like betstamp compares odds across every sports book for games futures and player props you can save time and money by downloading betstamp before you bet if you're looking to sign up for a new sports book account please make sure to check out the new offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework you can type that in betstamp.app slash edgework or you could go to the link that is listed in the description of this video all the signups that you guys add on to there uh, help us out help support the show here so if you are looking for a new sports book if you see one here today that you don't have, uh, you see odds better than ones that you're able to get, make sure to sign up for those and use it uh, with the link that we have in the description of this video. That is betstamp.app slash edgework. We have 14 NHL games, but before we get into that, I will ask this really quick. I know, Russ, you're a little bit more in tune with college hockey than we are. If you don't got anything, you don't got anything, but there's a question here from Kevin Phillip. Any Frozen 4 previews or any bets you guys have for the Frozen 4 this uh, this weekend that you guys are looking at? I mean, I honestly, I haven't even really looked into it that much. I would, you know, I would certainly, if I had time, I would have looked into it if it wasn't Masters Week at all. So, I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't have any opinion on it. I'll tell you the only thing I'm looking for is uh, Matthew Nice to have a good game and lose so then he can sign and join the Leafs so that we can just get that out of the way and stop with the speculation. But that's about it for me in terms of the Frozen Four. So move on to the NHL games here tonight. And we will start with Russ's New Jersey Devils. Uh, so money is all Oilers. Russ, all Devils here as we go into the playoffs. So Russ, looking at the Devils here tonight at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets, yet another big price here that we're seeing. Minus 390 best price available on the Devils tonight. They are sitting in second in the Metro right now. Three points back of Carolina. They do have one more game played than them. They're three points up on the Rangers now with the Rangers win over 10. Tampa Bay last night, 5-4-1 in their last 10. Pretty good home team so far this year, 22-13-4. Would you be looking at a side or a total in this one, or would you be going straight to in the newfound venture and the player props in this game? Yep, we are. We are going to start out with a player prop here, and I think you said some important things at the top of the show there um, about this game. The most important thing being is this Devils team is still very, very motivated to play, still very, very motivated to get a win. And, uh, you know, looking at the price, I think it's probably right, but uh, we've enjoyed playing player props against this Jackets team that just gives up a ton of chances. Uh, 32nd, literally last in the league in scoring chances. They are 31st in points allowed to right-wingers. 30th in points allowed to centers. So there's a couple different ways you could go here. But uh, the main thing that caught my eye was this Dawson Mercer over one and a half shots on goals. Um, now, this is priced. It's very, very juiced up. And I don't normally like playing something that's this highly juiced. But I just think this price is completely off on, uh, on Mercer. He's been playing so much better now that he got moved up to that first line. And, um, you know, honestly, this should probably be two and a half you know, minus 150 or so he's gone over this total in 
quite a few of his last games. And, uh, you know, everybody else on everyone else on the Devils is at two and a half juice to the over or even three and a half. Um, some of the bigger guys, Dougie Hamilton's at up at three and a half. So I just think this is a, it's just, just a mispricing. And I'm not sure if, um, if they're maybe pricing him where he was, you know, playing lower in the, in the lineup or, or whatever. But since he's been on this front line, he's just been shooting lights out and shooting almost three, four shots a game. So over one and a half, it's a steep price, but that's the route I'm going uh, to start the day. All right, there you go. First bet of the day, first game of the day locked in already. Over one and a half, minus 185. That is available at DraftKings right now. There's some prices close to that. And if you're in Ontario, there's some that are like a cent or two better there. So make sure to check those out if you are in Ontario. But as for purposes of tracking across books that are widely available, minus 185 over one and a half. We will recap all of these as well at the very end of the show. So um, uh, there you go. There's our first bet. So many, do you have any thoughts on this Devils? Blue Jackets game here tonight? Uh, not besides the besides uh, Columbus being so bad. Uh, they've the last three games have started Hutchinson, Gillies, and Goal Grease. Maybe we'll see Mark Dinney or Steve Mason next. It just it it, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Like this team is so bad. Um, yeah. yeah I, it, well, I don't I, know I, if they're going to go with this Jet Reeves kid that they started last game that actually yeah. played decent or what. Yeah, he did. I have no idea. But yeah. Yeah, this this team is so bad. I mean, they lost uh, that a uh, that a seven nothing loss to Florida was was one of the worst losses I've seen all season. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. There's thoughts on the Columbus New Jersey game. Uh, quickly before we move on, Russ, you did talk about it there, um, but if you want to elaborate a little bit, Jay Stone Nine is saying, do New Jersey and Ra- the Rangers care about position? Three points different. It's possible the Rangers could catch. Uh, obviously, those are the two teams in the two-three spot here. So if they were yeah. to catch each other, surpass each other, that would uh, change home ice opportunity for them. But even in that same note, New Jersey's still in a position here where they could jump and catch Carolina yeah. if the yeah. things were to go right for them. Like, how much do you put? How much weight do you put on these final games, and how much importance do you think kind of goes into it for them? Yeah, I think you know the main thing. I think is not where the Rangers are at, but where the uh, where the hurricanes are at and just how the hurricanes are playing. I think the devils are seeing this hurricanes team that's struggling on offense and they're slowly catching them and three points back. And uh, you know, I think this team's motivated to win that division. So that's the way I'm, I'm kind of framing my thought process around it. Um, you know, is, is, you know, they're in a, still in a position to win that division. So I think that's the motivation that they're playing with right now and not necessarily right. thinking about the Rangers behind them. Right. Yeah, I think um, um, for like a young team like the Devils, home ice does it. It does matter to them, um, especially. Um, I know a coach like Lindy Ruff, when he's going through the end of the season, he does want. Um, usually, his teams do want to be playing well going to the playoffs. Um, whereas the Rangers, they were there last year in the Eastern Final. I mean, they they know they can, they know what they need to do. So I think the home ice would matter more to a team like the Devils. All right, I'll. Moving on to the next game here tonight, we're looking at Pittsburgh uh, and Minnesota. Pittsburgh, this one is going to have some massive importance for them here tonight as they are sitting just outside of the playoffs right now. Point back of the Islanders and Florida. They got the same games played as each of them. They are 4-6 and six in their last 10 coming into this one. 
22-12-5 at home. Meanwhile, Minnesota, important for them as well. You're looking at them third in the Central. They are tied with points with Colorado and Dallas. Now, mind mm-hmm. you, Minnesota and Dallas both have one more game played than Colorado coming into this one. But in terms of how it ranks out right now, but for points percentage, Minnesota is in third in that Central Division. 6-2-2 two, and two in their last 10 coming into this one. Uh, Russ, where would you be looking to make a play tonight in this game uh, if you were uh, if you were betting on this one? Yeah, we just um, I was sort of waiting on um, Pittsburgh's defensive issues and defensive lineup, but we, we did lock in the over six at minus one eleven. I think that over six at minus one fifteen is a, is a fine price. Probably should be six and a half even money or six and a half, maybe a little bit juiced to the under. Um, yeah, this is a fairly, fairly simple, you know, handicap. I think the number should be six and a half. You're getting a Pittsburgh team that is is very, very good on offense, opens up the game, but they're just terrible on defense. They've been rotating defensive players the last two weeks, the last three weeks. So it's hard to say if you'll get uh, Ruda, Dumoulin, Petrie. Um, you know, it's hard to say which combination of those guys you get in there and as they rotate all these guys, it seems like, you know, just makes them worse and worse on defense. And uh, they're first in the, in the league in the last 10 games in, in expected goals. So they're getting their fair share chances. And, and then this wild team is actually playing a lot more high event games. And um, my disdain for Mark Andrew Fleury has been documented on this, on this show many, many times. And he actually has been playing better middle of the season, but I think recently he's come back down to earth a little bit and he's a significantly uh, worse than Philip Gustafson. So if if we did have Gustafson here, I would say the price is about right. But with uh, Mark Andre Fleury and um, Pittsburgh's struggles on defense and just terrible goaltending, I think this should be six and a half. So I'm I'm fine with taking the over here and uh, hoping we get a three three game and 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 secure the win. But yeah, I think this should be a massive a massive game. Obviously for both teams, I think this should be a great one to watch. Yeah, it looks like we'll get um. We'll get Fleury in goal, and obviously, uh, he's he has been playing well, well better lately. Mm-hmm. But he 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 is still a downgrade on um on Augustuson. And as uh as Russ mentioned with the Penguins' um, defensive issues, they had a well, they're having a morning skate right now. It's optional, and um, it's just filled with defensemen. Like they have like forty defensemen on the ice right now. So um, mm-hmm. it's it's anybody's guess who's gonna right. be who's gonna be in that lineup right now, but. Um, it it doesn't matter. They just they're. I have a tough time even with them being at home, um, laying a number like that on Pittsburgh right now with the way they play defensively, and also uh, Minnesota. The interesting thing about them is that um, we were kind of waiting for a offensive letdown from them when Kaprizov went down, but they are getting secondary scoring right now. So this is a team that is showing lately that they can. They can put the puck in the net, so I do. I do agree with um, with uh, Russ's overlook there. I think that um, that would be the only way um, I think to 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 go after this game. All right, so there you go. Second pick of the night's locked in here on the uh, on Minnesota Pittsburgh game. And reminder: we'll break these all down at the very end, run through them all again, and recap every pick given out on today's show. But moving forward here, so money. I'm wondering where you're looking if we're if we're going to look at this Montreal Washington game now. Uh, obviously, Washington the other day eliminated from the playoffs officially. They are on a four game losing streak coming into this one. Montreal on a four game losing streak coming into this one as well. But somebody's streak must come to an end. This is like the opposite. Uh, 
opposite of when you're looking at the beginning of the season. You got two high-powered teams, a couple win streaks going in, and they're looking at it. Someone's got to lose. No, no, in this one, someone's got to win between Washington and Montreal. Uh, is there a side or a total that you might be looking to that catches your eye in this game? Nothing catches my eye in this one. Uh, <laughs> Montreal, Montreal is in full tank mode. Um, Washington, it's tough for like veteran teams sometimes. Uh, um, sometimes you get a team that wants to play strong ending the season. Other times you have a veteran team where the season didn't go their way. They're just like, screw it, we're done, right? So maybe maybe there's an Ovechkin angle here. Um, other than that, I got, I, got, I, I got nothing in this game. Right, yeah, we got, we got Toddy props uh, sliding into the chat. With there some... you go. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Ovechkin over three and a half. There's Todd's Todd's pick for the day for this game. Uh, we're not going to track that here on the show, but uh, no, there yeah. you go. If you're watching, there's there's Todd's pick for tonight. I'll pull that up for you. Over three and a half, minus 135. Alex Ovechkin shots on goal tonight. But uh, Russ, any thoughts for you in this game? No, nothing here. You know, I expected to see I expected to see Washington a pretty heavy favorite. It looks like it is coming down a little bit, which is, kind of surprises me. Um, but yeah, I'm right on market here. I don't want to get behind either of these teams. Obviously, a tanking Habs team and this Washington team just trying to figure things out before the season ends, and they've just been playing terribly. So no, no play here. All right, uh, we can just skip this Toronto-Boston game, right? We don't have to talk about this. Nice try, Zach. <laughs> well, this one is my worst nightmare game here tonight, and I'll tell you why. There's only two possible outcomes for for the Leafs here. They win, and the, the, the response after is, well, Boston obviously didn't care. They locked up the President's Trophy. It is what it is. This one doesn't matter. Or they lose, and then the response after is, well, this is a team that's not ready for the playoffs. We told you they can't beat the Bruins. So there's no winning in this one as a Leafs fan going into this one. But nonetheless... O'Reilly back in the lineup. Looks like we're going to get everybody going, all the big boys playing for the Leafs. Not uh, There's some guys doubtful for the Bruins here, so we'll continue to monitor that unless someone has some updates for us as we break this down. But it looks like we're going to get somewhat of a preview of what could potentially be a second-round matchup. I don't want to say that too early, but it is possible that that could be a situation we see in the playoffs this year. And it looks like we're going to get mostly full lineups here between these two teams tonight. So, Money, where are you looking in this Leafs-Bruins game tonight? So, I'm operating under the assumption that Krejci and Hall are going to be out. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in that. Um, the Leafs obviously are getting O'Reilly back. Um, and as you know, it's, it's important because he does solidify the Leafs down the middle. Um, and and he does make sure that there's the correct minutes allocation for for the guys who should be on the on the on the bottom six in that forward group. And of course, when you're playing the Bruins, you do need to be strong down the middle. Um, so I think in terms of uh, matchup wise, I think that the Leafs are probably in a good spot here. Um, I do. I do like them. I did bet them. Um, we're seeing in the low one thirties now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, best price I, available. yeah. I think I, I think we're good there. Um, this is one of those games where there's some, there's some narrative that comes into here as well. Um, you look at the quotes coming out of the Leafs camp. Um, they do take this game seriously. Um, yeah. Boston, um, Boston, they are taking their game seriously because they won't come out and outwardly say it, but reading between the lines, um, getting getting their all-time record is important to them, although they're not 
openly talking about it. But um, so the games are important to Boston as well. But I think that um, the Leafs match up well here. And um, we're going to be on the Leafs, Zach. And if it doesn't win, man, your phone's getting blown up. I don't, I don't want to hear it if that's the case. I do not want to hear about it afterwards. <laughs> my phone's going to actually just, I'm leaving it here. I'm leaving the house and I'm leaving it here on my desk. And that's it. <laughs> I'm getting out. Uh, Rusta, any thoughts for you on in this game tonight? No, we were chatting a little bit before the mics went on and I was kind of curious who we would have um, in the lineups for these games. And so I, I thought that was a very, very, you know, it was a good breakdown by so money just to explain kind of the benefits of some of these players, because I think, you know, that's super insightful stuff right there. Um, so, you know, I honestly, if you're going to get those, you know, O'Reilly back and uh, have those players missing for the Bruins, I would lean towards Toronto. And personally on my numbers, there's not enough value to make a play. And there's just so much variance here that I, you know, I'm going to take my chances other places, but yeah, I lean the same way and uh, yeah, I'll be rooting for the Leafs for sure. Yeah, and this is just a rude comment here in the chat. I don't want to see this. Zach, can you discuss what we should spend our Leafs Cup future? Yeah, that's awful. You guys should be banned. That guy should be banned. Get out of here. Great job, Kevin. Come on. (laughs) Kevin, come on. Gosh, that's Uh, the ultimate. Well, uh, yeah, if they lose here tonight, I don't want to hear it. As I told you guys, there's no there's no winning out of this one for the Leafs in terms of narrative-wise. This is a a lose-lose tonight, but... It is what it is. You got to play the games and hopefully at least they can come away with the win. I'd rather it be the win and well, this means nothing than the loss and well, they can't beat anybody in the playoffs. That's the best result and best result for the show, best result for so money. So we'll, we'll all be rooting for that one here tonight. Next game that we're looking at, Buffalo on the road at Detroit. Buffalo coming into this one 4-4-2 four, four in their last 10. They did just lose their last game to the Florida Panthers 2-1. to one. This team so far 22, 12, and 3 on the road this year. Detroit now coming in with a two-game win streak into this one. 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Russ, you're taking a look at this game. Where would you kind of be looking at between Buffalo and Detroit? Yeah, I am. I'm very much looking at Detroit, but I don't think we're not going to be able to lock it in because it's so dependent on the goalie here. Um, and I'm not sure that we would get Devin Levi again. They went with him last game. Um, in Florida and he just played awesome again. So I think this kid's actually a a fairly good goaltender. Uh, But right now we have projected Eric Comrie, who is complete opposite. I mean, he's just struggled all year, 3.67 goals allowed average and 90th in goals saved above expectation. So if we do get Comrie against Alec Nedjokovic, I would definitely go with uh, the Red Wings here at uh, plus money. But, you know, this is one of those that you just monitor and uh, kind of wait. Unfortunately, I won't be able to lock it in. I've been refreshing my phone all morning, and we've we've got nothing on uh, on Buffalo's goalie. So honestly, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure if uh, if either of you guys what you think on who they'll start here. It, but this is a you know this is a weird game where I think that Buffalo kind of is uh, is hanging it up after that loss, that tough loss in Florida. They're now five points back out of the playoff spot from the wild card. And I think that after that loss in Florida is just kind of a deflating win. I think, you know, they're kind of out of it. And on the flip side, this Red Wings team's actually been playing pretty well. Derek Lalonde has, has got them playing very well. They've won four of the last five. And, um, you know, they're they're scoring quite a bit. They're eighth in expected goals on defense. 
So I think that gives them a chance to uh, to really be in this game. And I, I like the price if we do get Comrie. You know, unfortunately, like I said, I would love to lock that in, but it's such a big difference between Devin Levi and Eric Comrie at this point. So just monitor it, turn on notifications. If we do get a, a, a Comrie in goal, then I'll be on the Red Wings here. Well, here you go. This isn't your uh, Comrie Levi news, but... I was just looking for an excuse to bring that back. Uh, Jordan Mosel here saying, who so first off the ace uh, for uh, Red Wings here tonight. So there you go. Yeah. There's confirmation on that end. But Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, Tristan Jari, it looks like, probable, and uh, Vanacek for the Devils. And so we're getting a few breaking news coming in. Okay, there you go. They all can slide in together there. But uh, so money, is there anything for you, any differing opinion between Detroit Buffalo? I have such a wide range of uh, of uh, possible outcomes in this game here, and as Russ mentioned, it is it is goalie goalie dependent. Huso was first off the ice in practice yesterday, so um, it wasn't the morning skate today. So I think that's something to keep an eye on. I think that Huso does get the start, um, and with and with Buffalo, I think that um, if I got Detroit as a higher dog, I would look into it, but. Other than that, I mean, I've got, I've got nothing here. Both these teams, um, there's, there, Buffalo, they've been playing. Um, they were playing. They've been give, giving up a lot of chances. Um, Detroit. Um, I look at Detroit, or I was looking at Detroit a couple of weeks ago as a as an under team, and then all of a sudden they started they started giving up chances. So I mean, that's what happens with these teams during the end of the season. So I've got. Um, I've got I've got nothing here, and I don't want to get involved with these teams. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a quick second here to remind people, if you are watching this show right now and you have not hit that subscribe button, please make sure to do so. Subscribe here to the Edgework HQ channel, as well as what So Money's got up on screen. Smash the like button. Take two seconds to hit that like button while you are watching right now. There's no reason you can't hit that like button. Help support the show. Help grow it a little bit. So smash that like button as we continue to break on, uh, break down the rest of the games here tonight. But hit that subscribe. Hit that like button and uh, that is greatly appreciated for everyone out there watching right now but moving on to next game the Ottawa Senators on the road at the Florida Panthers Florida now first wild card spot in the east they are in fact tied with the Islanders for points but they are a point up on Pittsburgh six and four in their last 10 on a four game win streak this team maybe has figured things out at the exact right time in order to just get themselves there get into the playoffs 22 12 and 4 at home so far this year hosting the ottawa senators here tonight uh so money is there anything at all intriguing to you about this game or any betting opportunities in this one um alex line is going to get the start tonight um i definitely didn't see this coming from him so good for good good for him he's um he's this year's version of the hamburglar let's see how far um how far florida <laughs> goes but um yeah yeah, I mean, I've got I've got nothing in this game except um, um, I'm kind of cheering for the kid now. Well, he's not a kid anymore, but uh, but I'm yeah. but I'm cheering for him. So, um, with Ottawa out of the playoffs, um, obviously that was a I really liked our chances for that big ticket we had with 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 the Sens yeah. to make the playoffs. But now at this point, um, we we don't know what we're gonna get out of Ottawa. Um, they're they're another one of those teams where you um, there's a wide range of possible outcomes for them as well. So 
Um, I like Lyon. Um, I I hope he does well, and it'll be a good game to watch, I guess. But I got well, nothing on, here either. On yeah. that bet that somebody's talking about, we had uh, right when we talked about that, they had gone on like a one-two game. Uh, winning, or I think it was like a two, three game winning streak, but it was like they had just started to play really well. And then right after we placed it, they won a bunch more games and we were like, we're, we're in good position. And then it just fell off a cliff. And then I think that that was when they went in that like multi-game freezer, Chikorin injured. Now all of a sudden you got Shabbat out, Brassard out. Like it just, that that was the end of that. It just, it unraveled quickly for us there. That That's what happened. And it, and it started in Vancouver, so... Another yes. way that the Canucks got me this year too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Russ, anything you're looking at here tonight? Nope. I think, you know, I think so many broke it down well. This Alex Lyon kid is playing awesome. 4-0, you know, in his recent starts, 4-0 this year. He's, yeah, he's playing very well. He's given this Panthers team hope. Um, this is kind of a spot traditionally where I would think about selling high on the Panthers. This seems like a very, very, very long line to me. But on the flip side, you got this Ottawa team who's just banged up on defense. We've got multiple players out on defense, as so many said. So, yeah, there's nothing for me here. No play. Okay. Next game. I know both of you guys are looking at stuff here, but uh, so many will start with you. The Islanders at home facing off against Tampa, hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa coming off a back-to-back, having lost 6-3 to the Rangers last night, kind of burying their uh their hopes at getting home ice over toronto in the first round for the rangers that was a huge one as they jump ahead a little bit further and try to catch up to the new jersey devils ahead of them in the standings now we're looking at the islanders where they're going to have a little bit more desperation in this one as well holding on to a wild card spot with pittsburgh just on the outside trying to catch up to them the islanders on a two-game losing streak looking to correct course here at home against Tampa, would you be looking to back the Islanders here tonight? Yeah, I did. Um, I I did bet the Islanders. Um, the line kind of took off there. What are we looking at? Minus one twenty eight. Yeah, I think if you can get minus one twenty eight, um, I think you should do it because uh, I think the line is going to keep going with um, once um, once Elliot gets the uh, gets the official confirmation here. But um, uh, yeah, Tampa Bay coming off a very physical game um, last night against the Rangers. Um, and they're playing another physical team now with the Islanders who um, who do play a very disciplined style and they have been playing that way for the last little bit now, even though their last couple of games, they, they, they did get away from that a bit. Um, the other thing to note is um, if uh, Sorelli left the game for Tampa Bay um, early yesterday, um, and I've mentioned before what I think that Sorelli does for this Tampa Bay lineup, he's the... He's the glue guy in that lineup where um, every team has one or two guys that um, get once they get slotted in, everybody else's minutes allocation falls into place. And when they're taken out, um, there's players that just play too many minutes, and that and that and that hinders the overall effectiveness of the team. So for Tampa Bay, Sorelli is that guy. Um, if he's out, that's a very big loss for 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 Tampa Bay. Um, so. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, Elliot in goal. I did play the Islanders. Um, they there's a big goaltending edge there as well. So um, I got edges all over the place on the on <laughs> on the on on the Islanders here. So yeah, we're all Islanders tonight. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, this is one that we completely agree on. And I, I locked in the Islanders this morning also at minus 115 before it took off. Um, I would probably play it about to minus 130 or so. And I think after that, you kind of uh, maybe look at the regulation or the puck line. Uh, I think so many broke this down perfectly. I, you know, both these teams aren't playing great, um, but one team is in desperation mode, backs against the ropes. And, um, you know, one team has, uh, you know, one of the best goalies in the league and one team is starting a backup goalie. So, yeah, this Tampa Bay team, you know, it, I, I, they are just not looking good. I thought they would figure it out by now, but they, they have been struggling. And then if we do get Sorelli out, I think, yeah, that's a, a massive, massive benefit for them. And, um, you know, another thing to think about is like I think this Lightning team might start to rest some players. And this might be a decent spot to rest some players on a back-to-back where – you know, this isn't a huge game for you. Um, so I think we could, you know, you we could easily see that also, which gives you, you know, me an even bigger edge on the Islanders. So I like it up to about minus 130 or minus 135. So, I mean, yeah, let's go Islanders. All right. We are all Islanders here tonight. We'll lock that one in uh, against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and we will recap these all at the end as well, just a reminder to people. But moving on to the next game, I saw Dave Redling here saying, told you the Predators would win. Dave was big on the Predators the other night. Now, Nashville at home hosting Carolina. Nashville is three points back of Calgary, three points back of Winnipeg. They got a game in hand on Winnipeg, two games in hand on Calgary. So, I mean, the dumb and dumber, you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance, but unlikely still for Nashville to be able to push into the playoffs yet. They're going to do it. They're going to have to pick up wins tough schedule ahead including this game here tonight against carolina at home plus 161 best price available for the nashville predators uh so money is there any way you would be and have any interest at all in uh betting in this game tonight i can't believe we're still talking about nashville as having a <laughs> chance in the, to 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 get into the playoffs um as long as sorrows is starting they always have a chance so yeah um i've got I've got nothing in this game. Soros will 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 play today. Maybe he'll steal one. And I would, I, a team like Carolina, they don't um, they don't they don't fill the net as it is. So if Nashville gets into a gets into a coin flip a, a coin flip with them, like maybe, but it's not right. something that I I don't really care for the Preds, obviously. So <laughs> yeah, I just I just I just want to stop talking about them as having a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I'm so sick of talking about this Predators team. It's like I bet on them and they lose. I bet against them and they win. Um, I will capitulate and say, you know, I was definitely wrong last week. That Vegas Knights game, despite the fact that the expected goals were 4.7 to 2.5 for Vegas, yeah, this Nashville team is just unbelievable. They're like a cockroach, man. They just won't fucking die. Um, just, just constantly clawing back, clawing back, even in that game, like to tie it up in the third period. Oh my gosh. Forcing overtime. Yeah. That was a tough game. So yeah, I mean, you know, the only way I would look here is Nashville. Unfortunately, I think, you know, if you're just getting that price at the live line and especially against a Carolina team that does not uh, generate many chances, I'm not going to have a play here. Uh, Nashville is still 29th in scoring chances allowed. They just have an awesome, awesome goaltender. I don't know. This is a frustrating team. I agree with so many completely here. I won't have a play on this game. I hope that they lose so that they're out of the playoff conversation. <laughs> yeah, and to and and to highlight my uh, my irrational hate for the for the Predators this year, I wanted to upgrade this sign, right? The yeah. smash it sign. So I was looking 
looking at like different things and like there was like Smashville stuff and I was like, look, like like that's pretty cool. I can like hold up like a Smashville banner or something. <laughs> and, and then it's associated with, with the Predators. It's like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not no. going to be here holding up a Predators banner. Yeah, no. This is one team for me all year that's been funny going through the different shows because we obviously have different people rotating in Monday through Friday and everyone is on the same page about Nashville the entire year, every day of the show. It doesn't matter how you approach the games, what you're like, doesn't matter. Everyone's been the same on Nashville and it's been the same results. And like Jordan, even people in the chat here, like Jordan saying, I hate the Preds with a passion, insight bringing up like Nashville loses to Dallas, beats Vegas and today against Carolina as a coin flip. like, this has been where we've been at with Nashville all year. We come on, Moretto tells us how much he hates the Predators and he says, I'm betting on them tonight and they get blown out and then the next night we bet <laughs> we bet against yeah. them and then like it's just been a gong show with nashville so yeah, yeah hopefully at some point here we can just put the nail in the coffin and move on and i don't have to come on the next show and say well nashville's still sniffing around a playoff spot <laughs> we yeah can no kidding move on from that narrative uh, yeah you know <laughs> but, i think when we were, when i was chatting with rob a little bit about it i think he put it you know in a pretty good perspective um some of these teams the analytics and the statistics matter a lot more as opposed to these teams that just have an awesome goaltender, um, like the Rangers and the uh, Preds, like their defensive numbers aren't good. Their offensive numbers are pretty media, mini, you know, average, middle of the road. But you just have one of the best goaltenders in the league, and night to night, they, that gives you a chance. So yeah, yeah, I think you know we're all looking at the same kind of numbers. We're all kind of crunching the same numbers for our models. So that's why we all hate this Predators team. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, moving on to next game here tonight. Another team uh, on a back-to-back, a team that we just discussed had just beat Tampa last night, 6-3. to The Rangers on the road at St. Louis. Rangers currently third in the Metro. Uh, it's three points back of the Devils, six points back of Carolina now. 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. Two-game win streak coming into this one. Looking at St. Louis, 6-2-2 two two in their last 10 games. And so money, uh, sitting at plus money here at home against the Rangers, would you be looking to support the St. Louis Blues tonight? Yeah, so I did um I did I did bet the blues. Um I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled about it. But um this just just like Tampa Bay, this is gonna be a tough turnaround for the for the Rangers here now going into St. Louis against against a team in the blues where you don't really know what you're gonna get. On, on a game-to-game basis, but with uh, Butchnevich back and um, and all this stuff coming out of the um, Blues camp here, um, they do want to end the season strong. And Barube, if you've um, looked back at the way he coaches and what his kind of philosophy in hockey is, he is the type of coach that is going to uh, push his guys nearing the end of the season. And it doesn't look like that they've tuned him out or anything. So um, I think that we will get... Um, we will get an effort from the Blues um, akin to like a, a veteran team that does want to end the season strong. So, um, again, the problem with the Blues is their goaltending, um, although Bennington has started playing well recently. So I am on the, I am on the Blues here. Um, we'll get, we'll, we'll get Halak in goal. Um, I'm, I'm not as down on him as the market Um uh, goes goes against him quite a bit, but he is still a downgrade on on Igor. So I did play the Blues. I'm not crazy about it, but at that price, um, that's that's the right number to uh, to uh, play the Blues. So that's All that's right. where I'm at. Yeah, 
No, I mean, I completely agree with so money on, on the price. Um, I didn't personally play it, but I think that, you know, plus 150 is certainly you have to wait. That's the way you have to look. This Blues team's actually been playing pretty well, 6-2-2 two and two in their last 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way the way I went is the over 6.5 here. Minus 105 is what we locked in. It looks like it's moving a little bit. Uh, but I think, you know, I think that's the direction I want to go on this game in particular. Um, yeah, just a few things here. This Blues team doesn't generate a lot of chances, it seems like, but they do score a lot of goals. Um, they they're, have 40 goals in the last 10 games. Their last eight games have been their totals, total goal scored have been 6, 7, 7, 8, 11, 13, 9, and 7. And then on the flip side, yeah, you're getting a Jaroslav Halak who's – you know, middle of the road, but he's no Igor Shosturkin. So, you know, I I honestly think this game could end up just getting wide open and we could get like nine goals here. Um, so I like this over and I thought it would be priced more closer to minus 120 or or even higher than that. So I'm happy to take over six and a half at minus 106 here. So Russ, how far would you play this one then? I see it sitting at, it is minus 106 available. We are seeing minus 110, 15, uh, it, getting up to like some twenties in some different yeah. spots, where would you be comfortable playing this up to? Yeah. So I don't have a, a massive edge on it. So I would not, I'd probably cut it off at minus one twenty, And even that, uh, you know, gives me kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, you're honestly, if you can find a seven, that's, that's plus plus one fifteen or plus one twenty, that would be the better way to go than laying the minus one twenty or minus one twenty five. So I would say, I'd say right up to minus one twenty six and a half over minus one twenty. I would play. All right. So a couple bets there in that game. We'll lock those in. We'll recap all of them at the very end of the show. But uh, next one to look at here, the Philadelphia Flyers on the road at Dallas tonight. Philadelphia 5-3-2 in their last 10. They are on a four-game losing streak, 17-17-5 uh, and five, uh, on the road this year. Dallas second in the Central, tied with Colorado and Minnesota with 98 points, all three of them, 5-4-1 and one in their last 10. Coming into this one, 19, 10, and 9 at home. Uh, so money, is there either way, is there a way that you play this one either way? Would you be looking at a side, a total? How would you go about this? You could possibly make a case for the over, um, but um, it's not a game that I've got on my radar. So um, Dallas, Dallas should be able to name their score here. So um However, they want to play this game is the way that this game will get played. So, um, in in those kind of scenarios, um, I um, I won't be getting involved here. Okay, Russ, anything for you? Yeah, um, I don't have anything right now. Originally, I thought I might, and we're still on a little bit of a Felix Sandstrom watch, but it looks like Samuel Urson just got sent down to the AHL. So that's just a, a sign that Carter Hart will be back very soon. I mean. Very small chance that we do get Sandstrom. I think you could play the over six. I think you could play Dallas in regulation, as you know, that, uh, you know, my disdain for Felix Sandstrom. But no, I, you know, I think the price is about right. Um, if we do get Hart versus Ottinger, which I think is is what they're pricing in right now. Um, like I said, I think that's right on money. If something does change, the Sandstrom, if Sandstrom gets confirmed for some reason, I would look towards the over and even uh, Dallas in regulation. I think Dallas still has a ton to play for. As you said, they're still tied with the wild and the avalanche. Um, so Dallas should easily win this game. Um, yeah, I don't have anything here unless we get Sandstrom, which is a very, very small chance. Okay. So not, uh, nothing there for us. Uh, now next one, classic rivalry here. So money 
Chicago Blackhawks on the road at the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver's decided over the last little while they're going to try to uh, close out the season somewhat strong, but then it took a dip. Now looking at a four-game losing streak for them. Uh, Chicago 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They did win their last game that they played. Um, Vancouver laying a huge price here tonight relative uh, compared to where they're at against Chicago. Minus 225, best price available. Is there any way you could support the Vancouver Canucks at a price like this? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> and I think that they they were playing well for a bit there, but um, the injuries on the back end, um, they just they just caught, caught up to them. They've got a couple of college kids playing. Um, playing on the back end, which is fine if you're if you're if you're starting one 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 player who's right out of college in a game, but now when you're getting into a situation where you're forced to start multiple kids on defense, um, eventually it's going to catch up to you, and that's and that's what we're seeing here. Um, however, they're playing Chicago, right, and. Um, which even though Chicago beat Calgary, which it's mind-boggling to me still, but um, are they a team that's going to take advantage? Are they a team that wants to take advantage? So this is one of those games where, I mean, maybe you can make a case for um, Vancouver sh shouldn't be laying this number against anybody. So like, even if you get like a plus one and a half, maybe you want to look at that. But uh, for me, this is, um, this is absolutely where we're staying away from this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing here, you know. I think, you know, one of the if if you are uh, you know, kind of starting out or a novice better, one of the most important things in this industry is gaining information, gathering information. And you look at a game like this and it's just completely void of information. You know, I don't even know who's starting for the Blackhawks. I'm not sure who's in goalie, who's in goal for the Canucks if they'll go back to Delia. Um, if they'll go to Demco. So this is like, this is just one of those games that there's so many different variables. There's so many different question marks in this game uh, that, you know, there's so many other games on the docket. There's so many other angles that I'm not sure unless you had an insane amount of information or an edge, I don't know why you would touch this game at all. So now complete pass for me. Well, here you go. Here's how uh, this one's going to be played by the people in the chat, and it's just because of the jokes we've made so far this year, but Blackhawks minus one and a half, the big ball banger for tonight. That's the way to play this one. Maybe. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, yeah, yeah. We are not all Canucks, turns out. No, not tonight. <laughs> yeah, and if you're yeah, if you're hoping for, for the Hawks to get Bedard, I would, you know, I guess you're, che you're cheering for the Canucks, or if you have the Hawks to be the worst team in the league, that... Uh, but other than that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you would turn turn tune into this game. And yeah. and and for the Canucks, we had the third coach in the last like what couple of years now who's called out the preparation of this team, right? Like that 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 tells me a lot with like with with like the guys that are in the Canucks locker room right now. So hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm really um, I'm annoyed with the, with the Canucks right now. So I'm. Uh, so I'm watching my words right now. All right. Well, finally, a Western Conference game that I will be interested in watching here tonight, one that I think will be on a lot of people's TVs, and that is the LA Kings on the road at the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, we're seeing LA uh, start to really shape up into playoff form here. The way they played against the Edmonton Oilers the other night, obviously losing that game, but that still had a massive playoff-type feel uh, to it. You're looking at LA right now. They are currently sitting third in the Pacific Division. 
uh, a point back of or two points back, excuse me, of the M- three points back, excuse me, of the Edmonton Oilers right now, four points back of this Vegas team. I mean, for LA trying to get themselves into a position here just to be playoff ready is probably most important, likely going to face the Oilers as long as the Oilers don't catch Vegas. But this is going to be important for Vegas here tonight to continue to pick up points and stay ahead of the Oilers, who are now only one point behind them. Where would you be looking tonight, uh, Russ, if you're looking at this Kings-Vegas game? Is there any side total that kind of catches your eye? Yeah, this is a this is an awesome matchup here. And, you know, there's a couple of question marks that I have on my end for my model. Um, it will be looking at and will be very dependent on if we get Kevin Fiala back and if we get Mikey Anderson back for the Kings. Uh, both those guys are scheduled to be back this game or next game. So it's it's they're probably a game time decision tonight. So I think you have to monitor that. Certainly. Um I like this Kings team, but they have struggled a lot on offense recently. And uh, they're really, really, um, you know, they're really slowing down, generating chances. They're focusing a ton on defense. And I will say that their defense has been playing well, but in this league, you can't win unless you score. I mean, I think that's a fairly basic statement, but this team has has just uh, not generated a ton of scoring chances. Even last game, you know, they kept it close to Edmonton for a while, and then you just saw the Oilers outpower them, outskate them, everything else, and just put the game away, basically. So I have some question marks here, uh, you know, on the Kings, you know, going into the playoffs. And then on the flip side, this is a Vegas team I like against certain competition, um, against the Preds, against – lower teams like that, but, uh, you know, this is a step up in class for the Knights and, you know, as, as bad as the Kings are on offense, the Knights are that bad on defense. So these are like two opposite teams who I have very, very, very close in the rankings. Um, as of right now, I don't have a play on this. You know, if, um, if we do get quick and Corpusalo, I might look towards the over, but like I said, this Kings team, I'm not sure if you can play an over with this Kings team that does not score any goals and has a great defense. So as of right now, I will just be, uh, you know, I'll have this on a side TV, probably watching it for playoff implications. But as of right now, there is no play for me, unfortunately. Okay. So money, a play for you in this one? Yeah, but um, I think that what Russ said, um, if you if if you don't score, you can't win. I think that that's a, that's a t-shirt worthy. Yeah, we need to put that on a bumper sticker, put it in the merch section. Yeah, (laughs) we're putting that one next to must win, does not equal will win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think. um... Sorry. sorry, I knew that was coming. I knew you were going to give me shit for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let's. Let's let's take a minute to talk about the Oilers first, right? So, um, oh my god, because because this game does mean a lot to the to to the Oilers. So, um, as um as a diehard Oilers fan, um, I do want the Kings to uh to uh, to uh, win this game because um I would like the Oilers to win that division and get slotted against um against Seattle and have uh, Vegas and the Kings play a seven game series and beat each other up. But for this game, um, goaltending, I think matters right now. I did play the under um, and I'm really hoping that we don't get quick. Um, I like Brassois. I think that he's undervalued in the market. Um, and I, I do like the under here. So we're seeing, as you mentioned, Zach, we're seeing both these teams round into playoff form, um, mm-hmm. especially, especially defensively. Um, 
and we're seeing, um, especially with the Kings, their last um, in, in the last two weeks, they've played um, under games against uh, teams that are already in the playoffs or teams in playoff contention. So they've uh, played under games against the Jets, Kraken, Oilers twice. They even played the Canucks to one under. All right, so this is a team that um, is focused on um, on on reestablishing their defensive identity right now. And it makes sense with the with with the guys that they do have out on offense that Russ touched on. So yeah. um, we know that the, that this Kings team is tightening up. Uh, Vegas is trying to do the same as well, um, at least in the non-quick games. Um, like I mentioned, I am higher on Brassois. If this game was game one of the playoffs, um, this total would be a juiced six, so a juiced under six. So in what I consider to be a playoff game tonight. Um, with both teams play, playing playoff hockey, um, a flat six is just it's just too high for me right now. So um, I did I did play the under. Um, I am looking to see if the Kings get any of their guys back. If they do, then um, then then I will have the Kings right now. I see that they did take some money right now, which is unfortunate. But um, mm-hmm. if we can get a, a plus one hundred eight to plus one hundred nine on the Kings. Um, right before the news of their guys coming back gets um gets gets caught in the market i think that that would be the way i would go but the under i'm i've got for sure right now and just hoping at this point that quick doesn't get the start right but let's go oilers oh god <laughs> okay we are all oilers as someone says so uh, every day i see as soon as the show starts it doesn't matter what happened the night before so money's in the comments pretty early we are all oilers immediately so <laughs> well, <laughs> Wait down. well 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 at this point it's become a superstition th- th- thing as well like they're they're like on this on this run so like i can't i can't deviate from 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 what i've been doing Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not superstitious, just a little stitious. Uh, yeah. right, so yeah. there you go. Uh, all right. Two games remaining here tonight uh, Arizona at Seattle and Colorado at San Jose. So we'll start with Arizona at Seattle. I mean, not much to say about this Coyotes team other than they're on an eight game losing streak coming into this one. Seven. 24 and nine on the road this season it's one of those things we talked about where so for some reason they were just able to play at home in that college barn uh, they got used to that environment that atmosphere but on the road never really pieced it together uh, 724 and nine now looking at seattle they are holding on to the first wild card spot in the west looks like they have a decent enough cushion there five points up on winnipeg and calgary on a two-game winning streak coming in here tonight minus 324 at home against the Arizona Coyotes, Russ, uh, is this price a little too long for Seattle tonight? Yes. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get involved with this game, but yeah, I think that 350, 325, that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, the Seattle team has been kind of struggling. That they've been playing really, really good defense recently. You know, like you said, the Arizona. The only way you're going to play on them is if they're a big dog playing at home in the barn on the road. They're just terrible. But yes, I want to go on record and say this line's way too high. I think that fair market is probably minus two seventy, minus two eighty. Um, but you know, they're not going to get any bets at all on Arizona here. So I'm sure it's just completely juiced up. So yeah, I, I think this number is a little bit too high, but. There's no play for me here on the on a Coyotes team that is obviously in the in the tank for Bedard. All right. Yeah, I'm, I watched a Seattle firsthand in um in Vancouver the other night, and they are they are focused on a, on a tightening it up. I mean, 
Martin Jones only gave up two goals in a game too, right? So, yeah. so that so, so so that says a lot about how they're playing how they're playing defensively. Usually, I would want to look at the under here, but with the way that Arizona is giving up goals, like I mean, do you really want to bet a Coyotes under right now? So, um, for 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 this game, I'm out. Um, yes, and S- Seattle just won. Um, they beat Arizona the other night, right? They won eight. Eight eight one or something like that. Yeah, seven one. I think yeah, seven two. Yeah, so I mean, I, I've 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 got no interest in this game, even though I think the number is too high. All right. Well, uh, I know there's going to be some people out there, especially watching the show, who might parlay together a little Chicago minus one and a half, Coyotes minus one and a half. I mean, that's the way they're going to go. At this, at this point in the season, why not? Like, if you, if you. If if you're getting an edge like that, like against a, a, a against a team that's that's that that has a line like that in a in like with with like a, with like a multiple like a high probability of uh, yeah of that, I think that do it. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, final game of the night here: Colorado at San Jose. Um, insight saying here, Jonas Johansson, watch if he plays against Kakanen tonight. Do we play the over six and a half minus one twelve? Well, I'll tell you where uh, so money will be on the Jonas Johansson watch. We'll be monitoring that like a hawk. But Colorado on the road, all these points are going to be important. This is essentially a must win. But as we know, thanks to our friend Alex B. Smith, must win does not equal will win, and more of a must win in terms of separating themselves from Minnesota and Dallas, who also play here tonight and have opportunities to continue to gain points. You do have that game in hand, but that game in hand will only matter as long as you can continue to win for Colorado. On the road at San Jose, only seeing them at minus 225. Best price available tonight. The over 6.5, minus 112. Uh, so, money. if you're looking at this one, are you looking to play potentially an over if you're w- waiting for that goalie news? Yeah, I mean, if we get Jonas Johansson, you know that I'm going to be all over that over. But um, <laughs> but I highly doubt that we're going to get him. I think uh, yeah. they have a back-to-back coming up this weekend. So I think that that uh, second leg of the back-to-back in Anaheim, is is when they should finally give Georgiev a, a a day off, and that's when we will recoup all our losses from that um, over that we had with the Colorado Anaheim game a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago, which, which still bugs me how that game went down. But um, yeah, I I I don't think we'll see we'll see Johannes. Um, you we won't see Johan Johansson tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we do, I'll be on the over. Other than that, I got, I got, I got nothing here either. All right, Russ, what what are you looking at in this game? Yeah, um, just to kind of piggyback off of that, I think it's a very, very small chance we see Johansson here. This is an extremely important game for the Abs, and I don't think they're going to take this San Jose team lightly, a team that took them to overtime last game. So I, I think we get Georgiev in goal here. Um, but yeah, one way I am looking, I am, I'm always looking to play player props against the Sharks team who's just very very bad on defense 31st in scoring chances allowed they just allowed 42 shots against the abs the last game and they're 30th uh they're 30th in the league in points allowed towards centers um so there's one way I'm looking here I'm going with Valerie Nushkinen over three and a half shots on goals uh he's hit this total over six games in a row and um I found that priced at plus 133 oh yeah it's beautiful it's even going up it yeah it seems like that number is a little bit rogue at pinnacle and plus 137 i'll absolutely play that all day like i said he's gone over this total in his last six games six shots four five five four four 
and he had six shots on goal last game against San Jose. Um, yeah, there, you know, this is fairly straightforward. One of the, it just seems a little bit mispriced to me plus 137 probably should be even closer to even money or juiced to the over. Um, so that's the route that I'm going to go. Yeah. Just looking at there, comparing some of the two and a half set minus 180, And I certainly would take the plus 137. No, no question at all. Um, yep. That's the way I'm going to go. I think this should be uh, maybe a close game at the beginning and then the abs should, uh, should handle them. And hopefully he gets plenty of shots and hopefully we get like 40 shots on goal again. <laughs> now, Russ, where would you play this to? Like I'm seeing there are some 112s, 111, 110s out there. I'm sure if you have some other books, you can probably find a little bit better than those 110s and stuff going up yeah. from there. But uh, we, we did mention that that 137 is a little off. Where would you play it to for anybody else looking out there? Um, according to what I've got in my numbers, I would play anything plus money at three and a half. Um, okay. The two and a half is a little bit trickier. Like we were talking about earlier, I think, you know, that's probably not, uh, you know, not worth talking about because it's probably too highly juiced. And I would always play that three and a half if it's plus money. So anything plus money, I think the plus 110s, 112s are fine. Um, just like we've talked about multiple times, get a bunch of books, shop around. You can get 25 cents more if you have a Pinnacle account or uh, or something similar that goes off of Pinnacle lines. There's a ton of offshore books that goes off Pinnacle lines. So, you know, like we've talked about multiple times on this uh, on this show, have multiple books, use bet stamp, find the best odds, plus 137 over three and a half. I'll, I'll take that all day. All right. So lock that in as our final bet of the night and the final game of the night. There is all 14 games broken down. And just a reminder here, MH Albany saying Blackhawks and Yotes reverse. Wow. Line is about <laughs> That's crazy. Shit. So, <laughs> there you go. There's your lottery ticket for the night. If you're looking for just like a little fun play in a That's game, maybe a small bet on that. I, you know what? Honestly, I think that this tonight might be a night where I'm going to do that. We got no show tomorrow morning. One of my buddy's birthdays going out for that. So you know, Live I'll it tell up, all Zach. the boys. I'll oh, tell yeah, all the man. boys. We're getting on Yotes, uh, Yotes, Blackhawks reverse puck line. Yeah. We're flipping around minus one and a half. We're going thirty to ones for everyone. That's no the way. way. To play Just at. play all of us. So, so many and nice plays, and you'll be way better off. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that as well. But all right. Here we go. Let's break down all the picks for today from all 14 games that we had. Uh, we'll go through those. The unit size, actually, we have full unit in all of these. So unless I otherwise uh, let you know, then it is a full unit in each of these games. But I'll tell you the price and the bets that we have. So starting with these, we got Dawson Mercer over one and a half shots on goal, minus 185 there. That's Dawson Mercer over one and a half shots on goal, minus 185 in the Columbus, New Jersey game. Next, we have Pittsburgh, Minnesota, over 6, minus 115. It's Pittsburgh, Minnesota, over 6, minus 115. Toronto, Boston. We're taking the Toronto Maple Leafs money line, plus 132 here. That is the Leafs money line, plus 132. Next, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning, New York Islanders game. And we are taking the New York Islanders, minus 128 money line the islanders minus 128 against the tampa bay lightning on the money line then we go to st louis new york we are taking st louis money line plus 150 that is the blues money line plus 150 and then we are taking the total in the game over six and a half minus 106 between st louis and new york tonight over six and a half minus 106 on the total then a last couple of plays we have the uh we have the under six minus 103 between Vegas and the LA Kings. That is Vegas 
LA under six minus 103 and final bet of the night in the Colorado San Jose game Valeri Nichushkin over three and a half shots on goal plus 137 so that is in the Colorado San Jose game Valeri Nichushkin over three and a half shots on goal plus 137 all right well if you enjoyed the show here today please make sure to hit that like button subscribe to the channel the edgework hq youtube channel we are live monday through friday 10 30 a.m eastern time giving picks and previews as a reminder we are not on here tomorrow there is no nhl game so we are not on enjoy your day off from the nhl enjoy your uh, masters viewing your masters bets but if you are looking to bet on other things later today you can find coming up after this actually at 12 o'clock Call to the Pen YouTube channel with John Legaze as part of the Hammer Betting Network, breaking down all of the MLB games for today. You're going to want to check that out and be able to see uh, all the picks that he's giving out. Yesterday, he gave out a home run prop right as the show was ending, plus 750, and within like 30 minutes after the show ended, that guy hit a home run and, uh, and cashed that one in. So there you go. That, that's the kind of insight you get over with John Legaze from The Athletic on the Call to the Pen YouTube channel, breaking down the MLB games as well. Later today, this afternoon, on the Hammer HQ main YouTube channel, Rob Pizzola will be live with Jeff Feinberg and I believe Clev uh, TA talking about the Masters, doing a live watch along, breaking down the bets that they have, maybe placing some live bets. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure to head over to the Hammer HQ main YouTube channel later today to check that out. But Russ, so money, thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this today. Uh, I will see you so money back here on Monday. Russ, I'll see you next week as well. Um, we do have new videos coming out here on this channel talking about futures bets that were placed like yesterday. Myself, so money, and Alex B. Smith talking about uh, little Bruins futures that were placed between the two of them. What went wrong with those? So make sure to check that out after this video, after the stream finishes as well. You can find that all here on the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. Guys, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Easter. Enjoy the Masters. Uh, and for everyone else, we'll see you guys back here Monday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And to everyone, good luck on your bets, not only tonight, but this weekend as well.